Greetings and welcome to Shnayim Mikra, the podcast series sponsored by the Orthodox Union, hosted at OU.org, in which in each podcast we examine and study and analyze one of the aliyot of the current week's parasha. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. I'm delighted to be studying parashat B'chukotai, the final parasha in Sefer Vayikra with you. And we're now looking at the very short second aliyah, which begins in Perak Chaf Vav, chapter 26, verse... Uh, seven, verse uh, 6, Pasuk Vav. We are in the middle of a description of the great reward that the people will get once they come into the land if they maintain the laws that they were given. And at the last three words of the previous Pasuk shifted the emphasis from financial and agricultural success to national security. And that continues. And I'm going to put peace in the land. Because here's the concern. If we have such great success, everybody's going to come and want to take a piece of it. There'll be peace in the land. You will lie down, meaning you will sleep, and nobody will be trembling, meaning nobody's going to make you tremble. There won't be, you won't have to be afraid of anybody. And not only that, I will get rid of all the wild animals that are bad animals. Literally, the sword shall not pass through, through your land, which means, of course, no war. So the following concerns are all immediately preempted and blocked. A concern for someone who's going to come and attack at night, and therefore is going to cause you to be, affra- to be frightened. A concern about wild animals, because if you come and, and, and uh, conquer the land, and uh, there is a great bounty, so wild animals may come and uh, try to take advantage. And, and besides which, in Parshat Mishpatim, at the Brit, at the foot of Har Sinai, and we'll talk about that in the next Aliyah, the location of this Brit, um, HaGadosh Baruch Hu pr- uh, promises that he's going to wipe out uh, the, the land slowly so that the wild animals don't take over, so that the conquest will be a slow process and that you don't suddenly have a great desolation where the animals come. And that there won't be war going through your land. Or Now this is a little bit strange. You will chase your enemies. Wait a second. Didn't you just get through telling me that there's not going to be any war? So why are we chasing our enemies? We'll see. They're going to fall before you to the sword. So what's being promised here is not some sort of Edenic picture and a paradisical picture of of um, of uh, a pastoral picture, if you will of peace, but rather of security, and either we could interpret, in such a case that the enemies attack, we will be on the offensive, and we will drive them out, and five of us will chase a hundred of them, and a hundred of you will chase ten thousand of them, and your enemies will fall before you to the sword, or it may mean the following, and may mean there will be peace in the land, the sword will not come through the land, and when you go to conquer other lands, then all of these great things will happen. In any case, the, this piece ends, Ufaniti I will turn to you. Now, that itself is a pregnant phrase, because as we saw in Parshat Achremot and Kedoshim, that when somebody does something very bad, for instance, if somebody gives his children to Molech, and nobody pays attention, Hashem says, V'natati, ani panai I'm going to pay attention to this guy, and I'm going to punish him. What's ufaniti alechem? I will turn to you. V'ifretiatchem. I will make you fruitful. V'irbetiatchem. And I will make you multiply. 
I will fulfill my breed with you. What's that breed? So if we take a look, the entire context here is one that is a double-edged sword. Excuse the pun. On the one hand, I'm going to give you great bounty in the land and great success in the land, and you're going to be of major international interest. On the other hand, you won't be hurt by what that interest usually brings, and just the opposite, you'll be successful in driving your enemies out and chasing them down. And therefore, I will turn to you, and I will make you fruitful, and I will make you multiply, multiply, and I will fulfill my breed. What breed is that? Evidently, it means the breed that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave, both to Moshe at the Sneh, I'm going to bring you into this land of Eretz Avad Chalavadvash, this Eretz Tovaru Chavah, but also the breed with Avraham. The breed with Avraham, which is to give you the land and to give you plenty. And the plenty, of course, plenty of children, need to be supported. So here the system is, not I'm going to make many of you and then you'll grow stuff, but rather you will have great produce and then I'm going to multiply you. So that there is lots there for you to now have children and for them to enjoy. This, of course, cuts to the heart of what the Rambam talks about, the path that the wise choose, which is to first secure financial support for themselves before marrying and having a family, as opposed to the way of the fools, who do the opposite. In any case, we'll pick it up with the third very long aliyah in the next podcast. In the meantime, everyone should have a wonderful day.